Welcome back to the Cult Classic Podcast. Cameron Jones here, along with my co-host. Did you get up from a nap? Mark Nussel. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Jordan Jones. Bringing the energy. Uh, you know what? We're out of the 90s, but we're bringing you uh, comedy. We haven't been doing a lot of those recently. We're giving you the 2008 film, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Struggling musician Peter Bretter is better known as the boyfriend of TV superstar Sarah Marshall. After she unceremoniously dumps him, he feels lost and alone, but makes a last-ditch bid to go on a trip to Hawaii. However, Sarah and her new boyfriend are there in the same hotel. With the help of the hotel staff and a beautiful receptionist, Rachel, Peter slowly begins to find his self-worth again in this romantic comedy, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. From the guys who brought you a 40-year-old virgin and knocked up, Starring Jason Siegel, Kirsten Bell, Mila Kunis, and Russell Brand. It's got full frontal nudity, male. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Cast and crew, directed by Nicholas Stoller. He also did Neighbors 1 and 2, uh, Get Him to the Greek, The Muppets, also with Jason Siegel, and the new uh, Billy Eichner film from a couple years ago, Bros. Bro. Okay, so you know, you know pretty, his work. pretty, yeah, pretty good romantic comedies from the two thousands, and yeah. then more. You know, I don't know if notable. It seems like essentially he got in the Aptow crew. Now, maybe not every movie was an Aptow movie, but it's like his that's umbrella what's, of people. That's what's stunning is like tree. you think you think this is an Aptow movie. He's produced Aptow uh, produced it, but there's more Aptow. I feel like productions than actually movies that he's directed. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but like. Yeah, I feel like the ones he in general directed was Funny People, and that feels like an <laughs> Aptow movie. Um, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Superbad? Did he direct that or produce? No, no that's I don't Rogan. think he direct, just produce. So he, but he's got his hand in there. Yeah, produced for sure. Yeah. Um, I think he's produced, obviously, way more than he's directed, but 40-Year-Old Virgin, that was like the big breakout for him and his crew. And then I don't think he directed Knocked Up, but he might have. Did he do This Is 40? Because isn't, isn't his wife in that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, anything his wife's in, I feel like he directed. Have we done a Judd Apatow yet? I don't think so. Uh, this is written by Jason Siegel. Also, um, Nicholas Stoller helped write on it as well. Producer Judd Apatow. Music by Lyle Workman. He did music for Superbad, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Yes Man, and Get Him to the Greek. Okay, a lot of the familiar sort of whimsical score there. A little, yeah, little crewman there. On to the cast, Jason Siegel plays Peter Bretter. I mean, of course, you'll probably remember from his beginning on Freaks and Geeks, later on, How I Met Your Mother. I believe he was writing this in the first couple, well, wrote this around, if not released, the first couple seasons of How I Met Your Mother. Went on to this is like his summer projects. Which is kind of interesting, given the puppetry in this one. Uh, Kristen Bell plays Sarah Marshall. Good place. Married to Dax Shepard. Um, that's all that's coming to the top of my head right now. Frozen, Frozen plays Anna. It's pretty big. Probably the big one. Um, you know, um, overall, uh, just famous person. We watched, uh, me and Jill watched Woman Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Oh, yeah. I heard yeah, so-so so things right. about it. but It was I, all right, I, but she starred in that, so worth mentioning. If you guys do go back and rewatch Gossip Girls, she's the narrator of, <laughs> oh, really? I think, the Gossip Girl. Yeah. And I know one of three of us that will. Well, I'm not going back, but it's definitely on around, you know, adjacently to my life. 
Mila Kunis plays Rachel Jensen. That 70s, that 70s show, show, Family Meg Guy. Family Guy, yeah. Black Swan. This. Uh, Russell Brand plays Aldous Snow. Get him to the Greek, Rock of Ages. I think Jordan might be right. This, this might be before really new. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he was a stand-up comedian and like celebrity in Britain, but I think this is what kind of made him explode over here, for yeah. sure. Uh, Bill Hader plays uh, Peter Bretter's brother, Brian Bretter. Say that. That's hard to say. <laughs> I mean, you're not my stepbrother, my step-stranger. Obviously, SNL, hilarious, and Hot Rod. Uh, Super bad, yeah. Barry. You know who he is. If you listen to this, you probably know who he is. Uh, his wife, Liz Bretter, is played by Liz Kikowski. She's in Neighbors and I Love You, Man. Um, Jack McBriar is in this, plays Daryl. Uh, obviously, Thirty Rock is what we mostly remember him from. Thirty Rock's primarily what I know him from in this. Is he the might main... be a voice in Wreck It Ralph, right? That's, yeah, that's what he is. That's uh, as well as what he is. Um, Jonah Hill plays Matthew the waiter. Uh, you, you might also remember him in Forty Year Old Virgin, but obviously, Super Bad and a million other things since then. He's Jonah Hill, you know, the one in the out. scandal right now with his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Paul Rudd plays Chuck, the surf instructor. I mean, maybe. Do you best know him from what 2020's Sexiest Man Alive, according to People Magazine, something like I mean, that? If we're working Weird back, right. Ant Man. Ah, fuck it. Now I'm just gonna say Clueless. I just went to the beginning and the end. You know what's interesting about Paul Rudd? He straddles like four different comedy troops, but I don't know if he's solely in any of them because he's definitely in the Will Ferrell group. That's true. He's for sure in the Judd Apatow group, and then he's in the I can't remember like what the other one is, but the role models that crew. I think there's a small uh, cameo from Jason Bateman in like the whatever the. Crime, crime scene, crime. Oh, yeah, there, oh, yeah, 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 there yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. If we're, oh, also, right, Billy right. Baldwin, of course, then. Well, that's, yeah, that's a cameo, I guess. Oh, and then. Uh, Did somebody we're... say Dixical? Cynthia Nixon, Miranda from uh, Sex of the City, walks by. I think Jason Segel's like, ooh, I'm Miranda. He's drunk and it's actually <laughs> <her>. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then the producer for American Dad, um, Girls and King of the Hill is sort of shows up as a photographer for the resort. Overall, it's a pretty famous and well-known, you know, cast and crew. So I don't, you know, we don't have to touch on these people too much. So we're going to move it on to Unverified. Unverified. Welcome to the cold classic movie phone. It's April 2008. And currently in theaters, you could have seen What Happens in Vegas with Cameron Diaz and Aston Kutcher. I've seen it. Storm Cell. That movie that I was trying to remember, I think, that was like Twister, but wasn't Supercell that I was just talking about. Uh, mm. It's different than mm. it's two different. Storm Cell, Supercell. Get it straight. Got it. Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay. Pretty sure I saw that. Baby Mama with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Prom Night, the remake. Just watched that actually like a month ago. Smart people. The ruins. But you saw forgetting Sarah Marshall. So I read this unverified fact before I watched the movie and I, and I just forgot to catch it. Kristen Bell injured her knee while filming a horse scene, which didn't actually make the final cut. Um, oh, yeah. In scenes towards the end of the film, she's walking with a slight limp. Didn't, didn't catch it, but I'm sure it, it happened. I read that beforehand too. Uh, I didn't see it. Yeah, I for, sim- for similarly reasons, I, I do remember this, just seeing this in the script. Um, Aldous Snow was supposed to get injured and like actually surf. 
and ride horses during that horse scene, but he was so uncoordinated. He's like, I'm just going to sit <laughs> on this and a wave can hit. It's like, I'm not going to try to learn that at all. <laughs> it works. <laughs> uh, paddling away, like just not surfing is like, all right, I'll see you on the shore. Oh, like, why are you doing that? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you just the budget, $30 million, which actually is a pretty decent yeah. budget for somebody's first movie. I know that they had, you know, whatever commercial success he had from, um, Freaks and Geeks. How I Met Your Mother. But $105 million at the box office. So I feel like it was a yeah. hit. Obviously, yeah. this time the apt out crew, him. And if not Rogan, uh, a sure. hit in sure. the box office, it for sure has been just on syndication and TV pretty much ever since. So, I mean, yeah. sure it's made some money there. Where did we find this? It's on Hulu, right? For free? Yep, it's on Hulu. Uh, we talked about it earlier, but uh, Jason Siegel wrote the script, but he based it on real life experiences and breakups with Linda Cardinelli, as well as three other breakups. Uh, he did say the naked, uh, the naked breakup was not with her though, and that she was a great girlfriend. But he did have a naked mm. breakup. That 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 is true. He that, that was taken uh, from his yeah, rooted in reality. That's pretty funny. Uh, I think another thing he he took from his uh, real life is the um, passion project with the Dracula puppets puppet musical. Like I think he, I'm pretty sure he. I think um, he wrote like a full Dracula script, and then somebody suggested maybe Judd Apatow. It's like, hey, that's never going to get made, but you should put it in Forgetting Sarah Marshall because it's pretty funny. I think something like that. I think even the line he's like, you know, someone told me it was a comedy, and it just clicked as like a real thing that happened to him. That you know, just, it just wasn't it's a good serious a good project. Thing for, like it's a good spot to put it if you're not going to go through the full thing and like make it a whole production. Slip it in as as like a part of like a comedy film that you're in. But it's kind of fun how it's. it definitely shouldn't have been a movie because it probably would have failed. And it's so much more than just like a sketch. Oh, yeah, because there's I mean? probably like 15 more songs. Maybe he wanted to be like off-Broadway production. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I feel like I don't know where in puppet this shows occasion, go. it really hit in this movie. Where do puppet shows go? Yeah, there's actually no a quote here. I was going through this slow period, and at this time I was smoking a lot of pot, if we're going to be honest. Uh, I came up with the conclusion that on the way I was going to jumpstart my career with a lavish Dracula puppet musical. I wrote the Dracula musical alone in my apartment, and I recorded it. So he's kind of had this in his back pocket, like ace in, <laughs> ace in the hole for a while. Uh, this is kind of a funny one, less about the actual movie, but just like the promotion and the marketing. Uh, when the film was released, Universal promoted it by hiring skywriters to fly over the city with messages like, I hate you, Sarah Marshall. Uh, real life Sarah Marshall's complained. Uh, and long story, Sarah long story short, uh, First Amendment Act, there was nothing they could do about it. But I guess quite a few Sarah Marshalls were a little piffed about the, uh, the, the slogans of the sky. Who is Steven Singer? That's exactly, I was going to bring that up. Who the fuck is Steven Singer? You looked that up right away. <laughs> Jason Siegel's wiener, yes. Mila Kunis's boobs, no. She had a body double. Jason Siegel shows his dong, full frontal dong. I like how you summed it up. I, I could play along at home. Like, got it. <laughs> got it. Understood. That was, just, that was succinct. Uh, this one's kind of funny. Uh, the scene where Peter and Aldous are making fun of Sarah's cell phone movie. Uh, this was already written without knowing that Kristen Bell had starred in a movie called Pulse in 2006 with a very similar plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> You might have wondered this. Uh, Get Him to the Greek is a spinoff of this with Aldous Snow, but Jonah's Hill, Jonah Hill's character is meant to be a com- not the same. completely different person. He didn't just magically get a job in the record industry. Yeah, this movie indirectly has like one real spinoff, but then kind of I feel like the success of the um, Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel's chemistry was I Love You, Man. You know what I mean? True. <laughs> it's not like a real spinoff, but it's kind Get of Get them spin-off. in a room together again. Get them in a movie. We'll do it. Oh, the, Cameron, this is kind of more 
towards me and you, but um, in some of the behind scenes, uh, Jason Siegel's character is wearing a Norm's rare. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, uh, shirt. It's just kind of a cool. It's not. It's not a nod at anything, but like that's a really famous um, guitar shop. It's a really famous, yeah, guitar shop in California. Um, and the puppets for the Dracula musical were actually made by Jim Henson's creature. What shop. puppets doesn't he? You know, who else puppets. do you so call? I, w- I, I will say this: I was going to save it for recasting, but Megan's like, I was kind of having a trouble with recasting this this week. And I'm like, Jim Henson. I'm like, who should we do for Peter? She's like, Jim Henson, obviously. I'm like, hmm, seems like that'd be like a real big stretch for the part of the role. <laughs> anyway, I went with. But that'd be kind of funny though. That's a, that'd be a good like out of the box pick though. Well, oh, the the Hawaiian state fish is actually the humu humu kunu kunu apua. Is that for? Is it? Actually, oh yeah, I saw that. That is the real the name the, of the uh, Hawaiian state fish. So, uh, with that, should we move it on to questions? Comments. Animosities. Questions, comments, QCA. Let's just get it out of the way. Comment. Pretty embarrassing way to break up with somebody, just uh, hugging them naked. Uh, and also, just for such a lighthearted, fun, cute, romantic comedy, it's crazy that you get dong twice. I mean, it's an R. I always forget dong. about the second dong. I remember the first dong. The second dong is a, a slap. It's in always the face. A it slaps you right it's across. It's a callback. That's how they get you. But then we're having fun, you know. It, it is rated R, but honestly, there's not like not even that much swear. It's not like that. I would over- say outside of that, I I don't. I mean, it could easily be thirteen if you take the dong out. Yeah, easily. Uh, also, just comment. I love that. I love the spinoff. I love get him to the Greek. Aldous Snow's character is awesome in this movie and uh, deserved further look. Um, but what a way to open the movie, you know, uh, full frontal nudity. I don't even know if it sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Cause like you said, it doesn't match it, but like it caught everybody off guard. Nobody thought you were seeing it. They, they, you know, that, that had some gasps in the theater. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> I remember for some reason, like I remember Jason Siegel and he's definitely cast as this schlubbier role. I remember him being like schlubbier. He's a tight, uh, like yeah. 190. I, like he's not that. Just a big guy, just a behemoth of a guy. So you know, he's just it, it, tall. He's not even really that like. Chilly. I think what happened though, he got a little schlubbier as How I Met Your Mother went on, and then towards the end, as he got more famous, he got like way more tighter. So the middle, like the bell curve of him, was more schlubby. Skinny fat. Skinny I mean, fat. Not in here to I body know shame. well. I'm, hey, I know well. well. Some people don't even have skinny attached to it. They're just fat. <laughs> Be nice to be skinny fat. Uh, vacation, uh, vacation to Hawaii. Not a bad way to get over a breakup. I think you had the right idea. You got to book a hotel. No matter where you go, you got to know. I actually have a bigger question. Mm -hmm. Didn't he Uh, reference that? that. Like, that's where she, like, that's where she went. See, Mm -hmm. you You got to, there's, there's plenty of islands. There's, there's a whole chain of, whole chain of islands. But I guess if you know somewhere you like, you're going to try it out. Because what are the odds? What are the odds? (laughs) My bigger question is this. Are you guys ever, or have you ever done a solo vacation? I never have. I never will. I was going to ask you that too. I think I could have fun on it though. Could you have fun? Even if I would never leave the, uh, wherever I'm at. Well, yeah, here's what I'm thinking. Cause having, I did that inclusive resort like a while back. I think I'd be fine with just getting drunk and eating and just like, you know, alone. Yeah. Still just reading. Jordan, and have like, you ever, have you ever eaten out alone or like, uh, um, yeah, I'll, to a movie I'll eat alone. Yeah, I love then going yeah. to movies alone. I love eating I, I alone. Think you're, I think you're underestimating how like nice this might be. 
No, I, 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 I think it would be nice. But what I'm saying is um, the pressure of doing stuff on vacation. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to see the sites. I'm not going to go for oh, a Jordan, hike. I'm not I, didn't, gonna... I think we already agreed we're not doing anything. We're just getting there. I mean, especially like Hawaii inclusive resort, anything like that. Just stay at the place. It's fine. Everything's yeah, but there. like one of the reasons I go on vacation is to go see stuff when I'm with other people. For instance, in this movie, if you're alone, and this is you guys, Obviously, it makes sense for the character. Are you going to the hotel bar and like yucking it up with people, getting a crew in your four 100%. days? You're Mark going is. Pool, you're going pool, beach, buffet, beach, bar. That all checks. Beach. But at the bar, you're sitting at it. You're talking to people. I don't think I talk to a soul. No. Where it sucks is when you start like you, you want to have a book of tea time and maybe the nice golf course in the resort, Ooh. and then you're shoved in with like you're gonna get yeah. Which is why it's good if you're yucking up at the bar. But I agree with Jordan. That's just not our personality. You guys want to play golf tomorrow? You guys golf? Although you, guys golf? Need, a, you need a single. Although I will say, I mean, apart <laughs> from his relationship with Rachel, I just love Peter's whole like connection with everyone at the resort and just like no, it's just awesome. The cruise, as I rewatched it this time, and I've seen this movie a lot. Um, it was a go-to-bed movie for years because I own it on DVD. I think I saw it in the theater like twice because the first movie I moved the year I moved to Chicago. Anyway, I digress. That wasn't even interesting. Um, I almost think the crew is just as fun as any part of the movie. I anytime agree. he's at the bar, anytime he's out on the beach. Also, just another funny, just like joke and quick cut. I love the. You should go help me with the luau and kill the pig. <laughs> Don't make me do this. Don't make no, me do this. No. no. <laughs> oh, I love that quick cut. <laughs> sort of just before we get too far away from the beginning. It's a big bowl of Fruit Loops. It's too big. <laughs> I've never. It's a lot of milk. Big. It's, it's a lot, a lot of milk. It's gonna get soggy before we figure out where the end is. I've, I've never. Yeah, even but on tried. top of that, what's one of the best things about eating Fruit Loops or a sugary sailor? It's drinking the milk. That's a that's two gallons of milk Depen- in there. Depending on the cereal, depending on the cereal, I, I've never even tried. It's just never looked appealing to me to have the big bowl of cereal. If it's not meant to be an actual bowl, yeah. it's just you're going to go back for second helpings. Make nope. a fresh bowl. Do five yeah. bowls if you want. It'll be, Don't do it'll a be big... better. Yeah. Yeah. Visually for the movie, though, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I mean that whole scene of the "You shall not pack. not." Pack. What about that's a bunch a, of, um, at the time that the funny line, like <laughs> at the time this movie came out, I definitely resonated with, um, somebody getting the call. It's like, Oh, you're on your way. And then you just power clean. <laughs> you try to make, you try to make up for all the, the lies you've been telling. And I know yourself. what you guys are thinking. I just got my pump on outside. <laughs> <laughs> just did 20 pushups. You gotta shave your chest hair. He's bare. He's bare chested. I think he just wants um, anomalies. I think he's one of those guys. Yeah. Just, just, just no, his no, 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 no. I'm gonna. I can, we can call in question Ben Stiller at the end of like the break up, Heartbreak Kid or a lot, whatever movie. Ben it is. Stiller definitely shaves. I mean, but I think uh, Jason Siegel might just be a little less hairy than you think. Just a big just guy, a with hairless them. cat. Yeah, pretty hairless. Yeah, yeah. pretty hairless. Just I like just, I just don't think so. So comment. Sarah Marshall's a catch, but he's taking this way too hard. It's like I mean, it's a little. I mean, I get it that she's like a TV star, but. Well, they He's were together no five years. Cameron. They were together five years. Well, I guess Mark also has another time. good point, and it's another big topic maybe we should just talk about. He would not get these two amazing, attractive women. He's Cameron, that's just comedies with schlubby guys in general. Adam Sandler, 
outside of being Adam Sandler, would not get any of the people. No. but That's that just maybe, unfortunately the way Hollywood was, but what, what do you want me to do? Th- th- that's maybe one of the most unrealistic things, though, about this movie. And just appearances aside, he is just a mopey sad sap. Like, there isn't anything yeah. actually redeeming for her to find interesting other than actually feeling sorry. Uh, Jason got Siegel's the Dracula. Mila Kunis Dracula. or Kristen Bell. No. Uh, Adam Sandler's not getting uh, Kristen... Uh, What's Jennifer Aniston, no, Drew um, Barrymore, Click, and Click. Oh yeah, any of those on the top. Pick of the list. Uh, <laughs> Anybody? Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Thank you. This no, but this one happening. seems so much more ridiculous because at least in those movies, from the get go, they're like, "Oh, I'm schlubby, but I'm funny. I'm making you laugh." In this one, he's just sad. Yeah, that's maybe the biggest animosity of the movie. He's just not hooking up with the. <sighs> you always have to have maybe something a little unrealistic yeah. about the. He's tall. People over people he's overvaluate tall, height and men. I mean, he's a tall drink of water or tall something. Tall and funny, skinny tall, fat. Tall, that works. Yeah, skinny fat. I don't know. Um, no, he's in a bad spot. Uh, but some people are also attracted to messes, and maybe Mila Kunis's character is one of those. I mean, she was in a bad spot too. She says it herself. Uh, I just want to comment. Let's talk about the B characters real quick. In particular, I want to mention Jonah Hill. Because I think maybe Jonah Hill fucking slaps. He's his hilarious jokes are in really this movie, funny. and I think almost his side characters, like this and Forty Year Old Virgin with the boots, they just hit so much harder for some reason. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, because it's it, it it's just punching. It's subtle. They're both subtle. Him and um around this time, him and Bill Hader had like some nice gigs before they got bigger. You know, mm-hmm. they were really killing it in these side roles for me. Even the main funny roles that he does. I mean, yeah, but like Moneyball is good. Wolf of Wall Street yeah. is good. Um, well, and, and it's entirely just because he gets to just like have these moments where he's just free sound a bunch of lines. So they just get to like, you know, pick the best things and then he doesn't have to carry an entire thing. So just when you, it's just awesome getting to cherry pick. The don't look up though. That movie, mm-hmm. like What's he got to kind of go back. Uh, the don't look up. The it's Netflix the, movie. Know, the oh, Netflix movie. Yeah, right. Like he kind of hit in that one though, too. In like the side comedic role. So like, I think. You know, outside of whatever his off-screen persona is and how bad of a boyfriend he was or whatever, or how crazy he is, he still can bring comedy to roles I, if he wanted to, or but it doesn't seem like he wants to. You know a joke caught me off guard, and it's like I still got it exactly when it happens, but it it, it keeps growing on me. I know what it is. It's when they're at the... Go, lay it on me, because I, I bet you per, do. Is it, the, is it the pearl necklace part? Like the... Nope, nope. <laughs> okay, okay. It's uh, They're at the luau. And uh, Jonah Hill's character entices Aldous Snow to come up and sing a song, the Inside of You song. And when he starts singing, uh, Jonah Hill turns to Jason Segel and goes, I just went from six to midnight. And it's... <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got a boner. That would just... Yeah, it just hit for me. I just... I don't know why. <laughs> that was a long-winded way to be like... I wish I could be as concise as Jason Segel dong, his Mila Kunis boobs, not... Yeah. Uh, I, I feel we also have to just quickly touch Paul Rudd. His whole surfer thing of just forgetting is hilarious. She's a redhead. I wonder if the carpets match the pubes. <laughs> you can definitely tell that they just let him ride. The, I mean, it's an apt out type of movie. They just let him riff, I think. Pop up. Pop down. Pop down. Too, too slow. Too slow. <laughs> no, pop up. Do less. Pop up. Do less. No, you're going to need to do more than that. Oh, uh, filming, filming hack is just filming in a location that is Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got, I know it's not a Sandman, uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Happy Madison production, but 
Turns out uh, you can just set any movie in Hawaii if you want. Well, I you think get it the costs money. a lot still. Well, thirty million dollars. <laughs> I've seen we've seen thirty million dollar so, budgets that weren't some set. Some stuff looked green screen, but I thought so too. Especially the the cliff scene. I don't know. The cliff scene. No the beach scenes. The biggest one is when he's with um, the cook before he's like, "You want to help?" After yes. they slaughter yeah. him, like, that one specifically is Hawaii just that beautiful, guys? Perfect. And we're just—is it just that beautiful? I think it's just that beautiful. <laughs> well, maybe it's a green screen, but it's still from the location, and they're still on location. Like they, you know. Shout out to the original guy, though. I think Elvis made like three movies in Hawaii, right? I think so. <laughs> Probably all in the same like two months, though. They just made three movies out of the footage. Uh, just throw away comment. I've seen a lot of adaptations of Dracula. I probably would have gotten around to that puppet version of it. Hell, there's a new one coming out that just takes place on the boat. I'll get around to it. So you're the demographic. He's shooting for you. He's shooting for you guys. I'll watch Dracula it. Fan. Yeah. In that Venn diagram, Cameron hits in the middle of yeah, liking puppets and loving Dracula. Yeah. Loving puppets, loving <laughs> Dracula. Yep. Me. I mean, to go back to Cameron's love for Dracula, his favorite Mel Brooks movie might very well be Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, it's not my favorite. It's top but... three. It's top three. Oh, it might be. <laughs> it's pretty high up there. You also like Scott Bakula, which, ri- with, which rhymes with Dracula. Well, who doesn't? I mean, like I do Quantum like Scott Bakula as yeah, well. Yeah, everybody does. I'm just letting you know. People <laughs> favorite know cereal? Count Chocula. Where does it end? Uh, animosity. I'm a musician, but I'm not a fan of karaoke or being put on the spot, especially to sing something that's going to be completely out of context for everyone else. Which has happened to me on time to time, and I refuse. But just the whole, woo, Dracula. Would you pivot? Would you pivot? No, you just say no. I'd be like, oh, well, definitely if he had got up there, I'd be like. Ruins the date. Ruins the date. She wants yeah. you up there. Ruins the date. Wins the room. Wins the crowd, though, Mark. I mean, you know. I don't know this- if it does. Maybe they're, like, curious about Dracula. Dracula was it? It's not the vibe I got in their uh, faces. All the snow knows Rob Zombie's Dracula? I don't think I own enough Hawaiian shirts. Oh, I definitely used to, and I I'm down to one. But the real Maybe question one is, is yeah, you, what do you you own one? One is enough. I think, now, for me. yeah. Well, this movie, I'd I'd go six deep if I could, if I could pull them six off. Six deep, so. John. Well, t- with Tommy the, Bahama. With the ongoing yeah. joke in this movie, I'm led to believe that we should not have that many Hawaiian shirts. You know, just go up. And well, here's that the shirt question: uh, Do you You're think? And I thought of, I've thought about this in the last couple of years. Do you think uh, that'll be a cultural appropriation thing? Because I don't know the Hawaiians wear them naturally or if it was just i think all races go there it's like hawaii and then like the hawaiian people like we don't wear that shirt but maybe they do i don't know let us know in the comments yeah let us know yeah just tell me if i gotta get five more hawaiian shirts or i should just kind of keep it to the one uh speaking of learning things online tiktok has told me through a lot of videos we should not be jumping off cliffs into bodies of water uh because you're gonna get sucked away and they're not gonna find you i've been getting so many videos of that (laughs) People dying. Well, yeah, yeah. They just get sucked cool. away. They never surface again. So don't be jumping off mystery cliffs unless you see a line of people doing it. You know, and not just like two or three bros, like ten. I think the chemistry though between each crew in this movie, it's like good all the way around. Like everybody has chemistry with one another. Millie Kunis pretty much only has scenes with Siegel. Pretty right. She doesn't really the delve off the to movie. They have like dinner stuff. Yeah. Oh, the foursome dinner. Yeah, that's funny. You got to avoid whole that though. Crew. Comment. You don't even. You don't even throw out the. You can join us, of course. It's just Pass. a. Well, see you later. That's uh, that's his bad. That's my problem with any result. You're stuck. You're stuck at the resort. True. Are you though? You know, why wouldn't you? Why can't you just? Yeah. To why, Mark's you, point, why or, can't you? 
especially when he's done with the suite and he's right next door to her. You just got to go new hotel. No, new ho- hotel. You know the staff there. You probably already have an inn anyway. You can come and watch like sea turtles fucking and stuff. Hang out with see, Rachel at reception. See the sea turtles. You definitely don't have to stay turtles. at the Kapua suite. You don't oh, get something cheaper. Are you like? Is he getting? Oh, the, the, the Kapua suite. That, do we think? No, no. I think they hook him up. No, they hook him up. They hook him up. I, I think up. they hooked him up. They hook him up on the Kapoor suite, so that's like two out of his four days. I think he's only there for like four days, right? Thousand dollars a night. I mean, what is this puppeteer? Six thousand dollars a night. Hey, musician, what is this score writer getting? And not much, it seems. He's a he puppeteer, does... Cameron. Don't, don't, don't. By the end, by the end. Hey, Mark, isn't he's working with his hands? He's creating things too. He's crafty. Isn't that better? Yeah. Can, what can I know we point that, out? You don't can... make six thousand dollars a night. You don't. You can't afford that. No. no, they said it's for Oprah. I work with my hands, man. <laughs> In Dakota fans. Um, can we can we point out the um the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, the economics of the relationship after we get back from the vacation and Peter turns his life around? He still got the house. Yeah, well, it does seem like it was his place, and it doesn't seem like it was overly great necessarily. No, but he just went from I assume being pretty supplemented or at least splitting with somebody who's working on television. Is is he flying Rachel out at the end? I don't want to get too far to the end, but is he flying Rachel out at the end? He asked her to no, come. No, she flies her. She flies herself out. He's okay. well, yeah. She's starting a new. She's yeah. This she's there for herself, but also a little bit for him. I want them to make it, but I don't know what he's doing after that puppet show, and it looks like she's going back to school. It just doesn't seem like they're. Gonna... That's a one-off community theater. He's he yeah. he he lost money. <laughs> oh, lost sure. a bunch of money. <laughs> He lost money just in the puppet. Yeah, you think he's going to make back pocket money? Yeah. How much money do you think? I do, I do love when movies, though, um, do community-type theater, but they have the production value of a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's absolutely no way that it, it, the real-life, off-Broadway, off-whatever community theater version of that puppet play would be awesome. He's also in L.A. Maybe though. the he music has, could slap. industry connections. You don't know. You could, That's true. He could have inside. He still has to pay for it, but he can maybe get some okay puppets. This won't add value, but I, I like when he's in his recording session and the other's like, this bullshit. I got Almer Brothers tickets. <laughs> that, I like that guy. He pops up in uh, Parks and Rec <laughs> and some other things. He, I think he's one yeah, of the yeah, garbage yeah. He, He's men. a comedian. He shows up. I think he tours with uh, Tom Segura a lot as an opener. No, just Bill, Bill Hader in that same uh, Dracula musical is reminds me of uh, Vince Vaughn in the Four Christmases. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he gets in it. Production. That's yeah. how you save money, boys. You just get your family part of it. I think the I, I think his wife is one of them too. You know what they did now? Uh, um, no, at the end, is, his wife is in the audience. Just being okay. she's just in the audience. She's like um, proud mom. She's she's like uh, waiting to Guffman audience. Just so entranced <laughs> and like she's she's sucked in. What they did now about the theatrical production is. Um, as they're rapping and they're like in the after the play the and they're shaking hands and everybody yeah everybody's saying you did good the one guy that comes up to him that barely has a part that was so invested like peter this just really really meant a lot to me wasn't like, it the doctor right. was it the doctor from the beginning i can't remember no i don't think so that's no. a beautiful it's a beautiful it's a good dick, dick. it's a fine looking dick beautiful peter. dick good dick you know i'm back you're sitting you know i'm a pediatrician you let kids run by <laughs> sitting on a fire truck <laughs> oh i do have a throwaway recasting for that when we get to it Oh, I definitely oh, don't. I want to just that. take it back real quick. How furious are you when they're having that like battle, having sex louder and louder? If you're just the other guest on the other side, I paid so much for this Hawaiian vacation. Oh, and yeah. Sarah Marshall and the receptionist is ruining it for me. It sounds like a lot yeah. of weddings too, and the reception. Yeah, receptionist. 
complaint <laughs> i assume you're not supposed to have just in general sex with anybody that stays at the it, i was thinking that the morning the she wakes up she's like I'll, i gotta go to work real quick it's like 50 yards away for the luau isn't that that must be so weird i would hate that yeah i wouldn't like that at all. i would get like that uh resort so it has cool things like scuba diving maybe jet skis and maybe i get discounts so maybe i'd use some stuff like that from time to time but it's the downside of the kapua suite Definitely not hanging out there all the time. Oh, I got a question about the Kapoor Suite itself. <laughs> you guys get upgraded that. There's a piano in there. Are you uh, yeah, tickling you, the ivories? I obviously can't. I'll tickle the ivories. Yeah. I only okay. know a few Just, things, I didn't but know. I'm definitely going to play, you know, Jack, Spannik, and give it a go. and a couple things I yeah. know. Are, are you going to be more mad to, see, to, to hear, like, frantic sex or chopsticks, like, all night long? Chopsticks. chopsticks. Oh, yeah. Chopsticks. Into the frantic right. sex. I'd be like, I can work with that. <laughs> I'm going to try to get a peek and see who comes out of the, the, the door, too. <laughs> what are we dealing with here? It's like, oh, okay. It's, it's a tall drink of water, but I don't think he could. I'm surprised he pulled it. No, another animosity, but I get he's a nice guy, but why would he even go to Sarah at the end when the show gets canceled? Just like, you got a good thing going. Just, just oh, I, I have to look I for a I think she came to him. I wait, think wait, she wait, came wait, to wait, him. Who, 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 what, what? At, at the end of the movie... When Peter finds out that the show's canceled, why would he even go to Sarah at that point? And I think Sarah everything? comes to him. That's what's happening. And asks for the conversation. It's like, hey, I need to talk to you. The show got canceled. Can you take a second? I thought he leaves. Because I think scene. he still kind of has feelings for her. But it's just like things, especially after having sex with Rachel that night and like you're kind of finally getting closure. Like, why? Well, I get it. They dated for five years. Well, but. my guess is my guess is that since it's only been three days, the person that Peter meets at the hotel that works there probably doesn't feel like a real thing yet. Yeah, that makes sense. And think, yeah, I think I think that might be right. He maybe just wants to just double check, right? Just that there's nothing yeah, closure there or something. Or something. There. So I guess the follow up question to that is: Are his actions forgivable? Because that's another big thing with romantic comedies. There's always the unrealistic. They fuck up really uh, bad. They close my bookstore. Blah, blah, what blah. What I remember happening was her walking in. And obviously it didn't happen. He went and told her. Which I think is a more commendable thing than, than her stumbling upon the situation. Right? True. Because he's a stand-up guy. Uh, it was right funny, in the- Funny scene, though. When he's- can I hand the mouth? Maybe a little bit of the mouth. <laughs> oh, fuck. Little shit like that is such like appetite. Maybe it's because you broke my heart and my penis doesn't want to work for you. <laughs> Something to that regards. Oh, my. Um, it's obviously I guess a, the real, a little bit like crazy romantic comedy, but I think in the context you said it's somewhat a forgivable mistake. I'd say the real answer, and I know that probably like... Love at first meeting, you know, does spark and happen, but they've got so much going against them that most romantic comedies, and this is no exception, they're probably not going to have an intercontinental across the Pacific Ocean relationship flourish from this. I could be wrong. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it happens. Same scene, but across the room um, with Aldis and Sarah Marshall. There's, a, there's some funny back and forth there with her. Um, she tries to wake him up because he she hears uh, <laughs> Peter and Rachel having sex or whatever. She's like she like tries to like put he, he blows raspberries at her like, <laughs> and she's like all right. He's like all right. Well, you get on top because I'm knackered. <laughs> Just there's some funny British slang that like funny enough. I really don't know what that means. Funny enough, tired. Funny like, enough, hammered. Or, Just like, tired. Like, funny enough, it was this. This is the first time where I heard that and not naked. I was like, oh, I've misheard that every viewing. I've never. I always thought it was naked up until today. Guess, uh, now, yeah, this, Just the viewing right this here, afternoon. Right now. 
I'm all knackered. Oh, you want to know a person, a, a line or just a reaction that I really like that's, I think, from an, just an extra? It's after the Dracula performance in the karaoke bar when the native person sitting at the bar is like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like you really liked it? That guy's funny. That guy killed for me. <laughs> uh, also, I'm just not in enough situations where I like, can wear a linen suit. We've talked about this a million linen. times, and I think yeah, we can make. Times. I think we can make the situation an everyday thing. I think the linen suit should happen for us, and will in the future. The, the problem is, you don't want to. You're going to turn into Uncle. You don't want to turn into Colonel Sanders. Sure. That could happen quick. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's no. that's right around that, the corner. The wrong fabric. You got make, and don't do the bolo tie or whatever he's wearing. Well, that's where I go wrong. I feel like it really pulls off in there. And then two <laughs> is, um, you don't want to look like you're trying to be like Havana Nights or something. I think I kind of do though. Yeah, yeah I know, but a you cigar and then it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. let me rephrase that. Yeah. I want it. I want to look like that. I don't want to look like I'm looking like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. You want to pull it off, but that's tough. Yeah, it's tough to pull. It's a lifestyle off. around it. I think. Yeah, Everybody would wear a fedora if you look cool doing it, but you know, type in guy and fedora and then go to Google Images, and that's what you look like. Mm-hmm. Who do you see, who do you at all see um, as the antagonist in this movie? Somewhat Sarah Marshall, but there's the whole scene which which makes Peter probably see. Sarah Peter Peter's pretty antagonistic. Yeah, it's, it's him. It's him and her. It's the, rela- it's the relationship. Him. Yeah, yeah, the whole bit. relationship. Yeah. You're right. The relationship I mean, is the. I don't think in any way it's Aldous. Now, is he a good partner? No, no but he's no. just a free spirit. But that's not what got <laughs> them to this point. Yeah, but that's not. It, it's the two of them. They're toxic people, maybe. I mean, Sarah did. Sarah did cheat, though. True. But because of Peter, Peter, you know, being just a lazy fruit looping. Well, yeah, but you could just break up with someone. You don't got to cheat on them. Cheating's bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where, like, here's the problem I have in some movies and TV shows, specifically Marvelous Miss Maisel. Once somebody cheats, it doesn't matter what, like, led to that. They did the kind of worst thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe Peter was a bad boyfriend, but just break up with him. Don't cheat on him. Cheating's worse. Like, an affair is worse than being. That's, yeah, that makes sense. So, Sarah, you know, being a bad boyfriend's not a crime or being, like, a depressed person. Being like an abusive, manipulated person, that's bad, but it doesn't seem like that's what Peter was. I just, in general, like the movie. I like this movie so much. It's funny. It's an easy watch. It's got light. It's got light dick play. Not an syndication, will, though. Where light dick play. Light dick play. Light dick play. Let us know if there's anything major that you think we left out in QCA, but we're going to move it on to recasting. Welcome back to recasting. I pretty much kept it to the main four, the couple. Uh, do you guys have any other side characters apart from that? Uh, I do. So maybe let's treat those as like honorable I, mentions and do. Okay. Do you want to go uh, like after the main four? Go back. Yeah, to that? that's yeah, that's let's fine. Start. Let's start with um, Aldous Snow. This one was pretty hard because this one is such a Russell Brand character. Yeah, it's unique to him. You got to almost think more pompous instead of like sexually active musician i don't know yeah i i found it's the ca- tough i found the combination of that but it looks wise no i think I, the tough thing is you have to find somebody attractive and funny i did map big parts <laughs> i did matt barry from what we do in the shadows uh his whole character on that is like erotic saucy almost kind of like a rock star okay, okay. that works I get it but the like the chubbiness yeah like, it's is more different. of a meatloaf kind of situation going on but- i got you 
Well, then that in that almost, case, that would almost make him more infuriating. Yeah, <laughs> that like she has him, like that that he has her like, reverse. Uh, I didn't Neil Patrick Harris. Oh man, I was so thinking about him for so many places. You went and for the I, smugness. I, I did. Yeah, I did. That makes sense. Dang, I like that. I did think about him for a couple places, and I guess it's probably because in the back of my mind, he plays off of Jason Siegel so well. So like he was kind of in the sense. thoughts. Yeah. So. I'm just going to preface that I kind of did a whole different thing with it based off of my Peter, and I'll just give you who, who's in this crew, okay? So I went Ryan Reynolds. I went for the attractiveness. Did complaint. you him last week, too? I don't know, man. Go back you to did, the episode. You did this as Aldous, Jordan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Ryan I Reynolds. don't know if I kept him as a musician. In my head, he might just be a famous actor. But he's funny. Be- he's going to play off my Peter well. They can do almost scene for scene the type of things you do. It's going to be a, a bigger dick, though. It's not going to be almost like an innocent, just aloof. We'll try to find it's a good chill guy. It's going to be more conniving. I know. Unfortunately, it is. It has know, to be a bigger dick than even even uh, Russell Brand. Because he's just sort of aloof. Like He's not a dick actor. at all. He's selfish, no, but he's... he's he, he doesn't know what he's doing. He, <laughs> he doesn't know any better. So, yeah, I'm not happy with it. You guys are better. We can keep it moving. Uh, should we go on to Sarah Marshall next and just keep the cut? I think together? I leaned into has to be attractive too I much. Get it. My bad. Uh, she can't be funny. I did Margot Robbie. I just did someone who'd be attractive. And I mean, she does good comedic work. That works. That works. That yeah. definitely works. I went Rose Byrne, like from Neighbors and Bridesmaid. I could see that. That's actually, that works for me. Attractive enough can kind of play a B word. No, that um, actually totally works for me. I like that a lot. Oh, uh, sorry, Rachel McAdams. Ooh, oh, totally yeah. thought of that. That makes sense. She's actually, I totally thought about her, too. There's so many people I thought about for Sarah Marshall. No, I like and, that one a lot. Uh, let's, let's move it on to our, uh, our Rachel. I like mine a lot. It has to be someone kind of fun and goofy, like someone who's just kind of like one of the guys, it kind of seems like. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, that was crossing my mind. That works, too. It's kind of like girl next door ideal yeah. version of yeah. one of the, yeah a, a version of a person see, that doesn't exist but is in movies. I got yeah. you. I'm curious to see who your Peter plays off with her, um, but I totally get where that's coming from. So you may not have seen it yet, but I kind of kind of did a British version of this movie. Okay, um, based off of who my Peter was, and that's also why I had a um, American slash Canadian as my eldest snow. Okay. Um, so I did Kira Knightley. Yeah, I'm fine with Kinda that. Like, I've fallen in love with Kira Knightley in a movie or two. Especially if you if you if you remember the uh, if you remember the person seeking a friend for the end of the world. Yeah. If you ever saw that movie, like that version of Kira Knightley. Okay. I'm gonna go with Natalie Portman. Ooh, that totally I, that was my number two. That was my Just number the two. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Uh, with is that, that me just int- doing the friends with benefits? It's complicated switch though. Probably no, but if uh, you if you go back to, I mean, probably a little bit. It's all you know. Yeah. We're only we're only people that Incepted. can draw this connection. But if you go back to like Garden State, she kind of plays a quirky version. Yeah, of that's like why that I was like, it wor- yeah, it works because it's the same kind of thing. Uh, this leads us to our Peter. Uh, to answer you, Jordan, I'm doing Jay Burchell. Uh You would know him from How to Train Your uh, Dragon, okay. Freaks and Geeks. I think that makes more sense for his like kind of weak timid behavior maybe you know what i mean that peter has it definitely would make sense even less sense that he pulled something because he's not six four he's talented and he's gentle why would that work so well 
Yeah, that's that's a great that's a great pick. Do you think he could? You, you think he could? I I know he's in. Uh, what's his? What, she's out of my league. Is that league. his? Do you think he can carry a movie, like be the lead? Yeah, because I mean, almost that, and per, kind of. Uh, this is the end. This is the end. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I mean, that's like an ensemble movie. Anyway, I like that. What do you got? True. Um, to keep in my universe, this universe, I want Simon Pegg. I thought uh, that's where you were going. Yeah. That's kind of where I started, and I kind of worked out and just fanned out from there. This British cast but i really think he would be good for the role it seems like he's sensitive kind of a fuck up a Sean, selfish a little bit from Shaun of the dead just yeah just any of his roles i mean sean's a real big fucking loser though i mean like like he's more of a loser than peter peter works in hollywood charlie day earlier than his time plays piano Ooh. makes musical lead i like that i wouldn't have even thought of those guys Weirdly throwaway. Put Charlie Day as the uh, as the uh, surf Surfer? instructor. As yeah, surf oh, instructor yeah. would be great. Uh, John, why can't I think of Paul Rudd? I keep wanting to call him John Rudd. <laughs> John Rudd. So yeah, yeah, I like that. That works for me. Uh, do we want to do some of our throwaways? Just one that popped up in my head. The Doctor. It's totally a Harold Ramis kind of role. Yeah, I mean, he might have played a Doctor in something. I could have thought he also did the. You know. It may be the most perfect cast role. He played Seth Rogen's dad and knocked up. True. I fucking killed. Who else did you guys have? It's got doctor uh, for, voice. For the, for the brother and the wife. Uh, did Ooh, Vince did Vaughn and... Uh, Ooh, I like that. I don't know. Someone like Kristen Wiig. That Just getting up all on the camera. All goofy. I could like I that. I didn't even think to do him. Did you have one, Cam? Uh, I just did Seth Rogen to keep it in that universe with Jay Burchell. Sure. Jonah, could you see the Jonah Hill character being anybody else? I'll just even <laughs> off the top if you don't have it. I mean, I definitely could see it be. I tried to not cast Seth Rogen anywhere. I flipped the switch just on Superbad and did Michael Sarah. I think he could be equally sort of awkward. And I actually thought Seth Green whatever. could be really good for that role. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Can I can I give you my one that I actually really like? Uh, Jack McBriar's character, right? The person on a sunny moon that's having trouble having sex or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my British version. I think John Oliver would smack that out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the only one I felt really good about. Oh, uh, just for playing along, my surf pro was Nick Frost just by default. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, just a quick what if. Uh, the role of Aldous Snow was written, originally written for Charlie Hunnam. I don't know who that is. Oh, you, the guy from Santa. Yeah. Would have been way. Um, it makes sense why, because they were in a show called Accepted. Mm-hmm. No, that's, oh, a, right. that's the movie. Undeclared, Undeclared, which is like an unofficial follow-up to uh, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Judd Apatow made a one-season show. I had one more good surfer pro that when I watched it, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to work him in with anybody, but it just felt like a good Bill Murray role. (laughs) Just a real good anyone on the staff would be nice to see him in there. Yeah, it'd be funny to see him as the bartender as well. (laughs) For some reason, I saw Isla Fisher as the the honeymoon Mm. wife, and yeah, uh, maybe like Officer Officer Dangle, maybe as like (laughs) Officer Dangle would be funny. Yeah, (laughs) I guess maybe it's because we haven't done a comedy in. In so long, mm-hmm. we were pretty different re- recasting, which was fun. Like we were all over the place. True. Yeah. Let us know what you thought of our recasting this week. But we're going to move it on to Mount Rushmore top four. 
Mount Mount Rushmore, top four. This week, our category is Full Frontal Dong in Movies. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily our favorite, but rememberable ones. Uh, This week, we're going to go me, Jordan, Mark. Uh, I'm between two, but I'm going to throw out to Between two dongs? Just one one dong. Uh, Between two dongs, uh, it's a take on between two birds. (laughs) It's the porn version of it. I'm going to throw it to Killian Cillian Murphy, 28 Days Later, the scene where he's uh, naked running through London. London Colin. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like um, I'm sure there's tons of movie with full frontal penis nudity, but I didn't know what to search. I'll be honest, guys. I didn't want to search it. It did take me a couple different searches on Google to get what I was looking for. I I found it pretty quick. I said just a list of I just said a list of movies with full frontal male nudity. Let me rephrase that. It took me a while to find a list of movies that weren't too art housey and that I knew. Yeah, yeah, like mainstream. So that's what like I I feel like most of our choices are going to be mainstream Mm -hmm. unless Mark really lays it on us um yeah that would make sense and i think it was surprising right especially for the time because mm-hmm. i assume it's our but i don't know if that movie is our but probably movie. it's our all right um so i did one uh had to do it because it's the plot of the movie but i almost feel like it's a caveat because i know it's a prosthetic but i picked boogie nights oh, okay because the whole time you're like are we gonna see the penis are we not is it important and then they show it to us but the fact that it's it a prosthetic uh kind of makes me feel like it's a bit of a There's cheating a answer. Bit of a copy app. Okay, but it definitely made then a lot I'll of do the what list. the internet said. Um, they're like Harvey Keitel, pick a movie. So that's what I did. Harvey Keitel was on quite a few, so we'll throw it in there. Real dong, Harvey Keitel. Just, just any Harvey Keitel movie. Uh, Mark, what do you got for dongs? Wait, there, there was another. Uh, there was another one that said that, like any Ewan McGregor movie or something. <laughs> yeah, I thought so about throwing one in of those too. <laughs> <laughs> that was the top. Like they were all like really like list, and then that was just the top. Hear me out, trickle up. But funny. I thought about Ewan McGregor for all this snow. Okay, I did think about that too because he's chill. Yeah, he's cool. He's fun he's and good charming. looking. The only problem is, can he be funny? I think yeah. so. He could be cheeky. Yeah. Damn it, that actually is a pretty good one. That could have worked in my. Yeah, that's better than what I had. Scottish. All right, sorry. Go on. Fuck. Dongs. Aldous Snow. Back to Dongs. You and McGregor. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's good. Correct me if I'm wrong. Walk Hard had that scene where it was just... I believe there's some Dong yeah. and Walk Hard. They yeah. have a lot of penis. I think it's like maybe, it's maybe four or five Dong. <laughs> there's one that walks right by the... There's one yeah. that stands like in the top right corner of the screen. That Dong in particular? It's pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Dong, like comedic Dong. It's mostly um, comedic Dong. Around the time. For, which leads us to our honorable mention, The Hangover. Yeah, oh, dang, I, I completely forgot about that. It was almost Everybody, my number yeah, one. That, yeah. Also, the riskiest oh, the dong scene. Yeah. yeah. When he jumps out of the trunk and we all found out that Ken Jong had a tiny penis. I oh, guess. That's right, that's right. Just, just really, that slaps you in the face. <laughs> God, jeez, that was, I <laughs> mean, all power to you. Dong? Well, I, I honestly think that this time period, especially starting with this movie and The Hangover, were kind of like, we're kicking off comedic penis in movies. I, and it's gone away, it seems like. I mean, around um, the time, too, American Pie, American Reunion, uh, he yeah. smashes his dong up against the uh, pot. Sometimes yeah. a dong is just pretty fucking funny, you know? Um, I don't think it was a in-theater release, but Seven Days in Hell, it's a mockumentary tennis match with the Lonely Island people like Andy Samberg and the guy that plays oh, John yeah, Snow. Yeah, I did see There's that. There's a lot of penis in that. It's, like, everywhere. <laughs> My God honorable honorable mention just any of the jackass movies you're gonna see a little dick uh well shit this last one was like mostly dick 
Yeah, but doesn't it like start off with uh, the, one of the, the penises as a puppet? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they shouldn't be on here at all. I'm surprised <laughs> nobody saw this because it's so distracting in the movie and never explained. But the Watchmen, oh, the big blue dick. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it's this big blue dick. I I, I know big that there's dong. a source material and he must be nude in that, but really uh, aggressively. It came up earlier in our uh, movie phone, but. Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay. They go to a pantsless party. Lauda, vagina, and dick in that scene. I, I've seen that movie, but I definitely don't remember it. Whole nude pantsless party. Huh. I mean, ki- ki- I, this is my opinion. Comedic dick's better Borat. than... Oh, there's a lot of dick in Borat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Turns out I just have a, a bunch of dick off the top Cameron's of Cameron's like, <laughs> Cameron, boom, boom, boom. Now I know why you suggested dong. Uh, for big <laughs> celebrities, uh, Michael Fassbender, I've never seen it. The movie called Shame, but that was like, uh-huh, I think sure, after the first sure. X-Men, it was big news. It was right before, right after, and everyone's like, oh my God, you can see Magneto's dong in a movie. Uh, ben Affleck, <laughs> Gone Girl. I think there's a little side dong in that movie. Not full dong. Oh, wanna... yeah, that one was a big one because it seemed like against his consent. Magneto's <laughs> dong. He's like, I went to the premiere and my penis was in it, so that was something. <laughs> <laughs> it could be wrong. But I went to that movie with Megan, uh, I remember, and she's like, get ready, that we're going to see his penis. I'm like, where was it? And I'm like, you, you can really, you can see, that see that penis. Jordan was, was really, really looking. looking. I, was, I assumed it had to be in the shower, but I'm like, it I, the I shower, missed it. Yeah. Uh, I'm running low here. You guys got any more dong? <laughs> Cameron's like, I only got it's six all my more dong. left. Uh, I kept seeing Ray Fiennes in a movie called uh, A Bigger Splash. Never heard of that, but you want to see his dong. I think to make our list, it has are to be Are you just on Mr. Skin right now, Cameron? Where are you at? <laughs> Chris Reimer, bandmate, helped me out actually a little bit with this list. <laughs> oh, he went on Mr. Skin. <laughs> scary movie. Uh, there's a, there's the baby dick I is a disability, and also the dick that stabs uh, through the... That's a picture, uh, though. There's that's also the dick like that stabs through the uh, stall door in the, scary, oh. in the Scream 2 ripoff. Yeah, that's his prosthetic. Another prosthetic is uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Jonah Hill. Like, I feel like I copped out with the prosthetic. That's my bad, really viewers, did. listeners. Well, that was our list of dongs this week. Let us know if we missed off some A celebrity or just A movie dongs. Yeah, it's got to be mainstream. There's probably tons of movies with penises, but that's not what we're yeah, looking for. You know what guys. we're looking for. But thanks yeah. for listening to our take on Forgetting Sarah Marshall. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, rate and review. If you want more content, check out the whole Majestic Jam Network, Urban Hermit, and I'm Not Crazy. And until then, we'll check you on the next one. Bye. Bye.